Hey friends, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 144. My disapproval of the wellness industry and where it is at for 2024. I wanted to share because thank you guys for listening for the entire year. I know that we grew 29% this year. And according to Spotify, there are so many of you where you are my number one. So thank you for being my number one and also for being in my top five or in your top five. I'm really grateful. And uh, I'm coming to you from Brooklyn, New York this morning. I have been a little bit run down from the holiday party scene. Um, So today, I really want to take it easy and have a deep convo with you guys to prepare you for next year. I also think, as we've spoken before, the dumbing down of America is very real. So we're going to actually make sure that we implement something very useful each week, whether it's heart connection like Miranda and I, or wisdom from somebody like Ariana Huffington, or maybe it's just the debunking wellness bullshit episode where I just call everybody out on their total, utter, and complete bullshit in this industry. I think it's important for us to be really real and useful. So we're going to make a point for 2024 to be off the chain with useful tips, hot tips, and to keep you smarter. And you're going to be ahead of everybody else because you listen to the Wabi Sabi podcast. So I'm taking a page out of a few different wellness sites today and magazines and publications for what they think is going to be hot in 2024. I personally um, helped with the inception of many of these websites. So as I look up the other wellness trends, I'm going to be keeping an eye on what people are really talking about. And I think that we all really truly should also make sure to take all these with a grain of salt. You know what makes you feel good. You know what's best for you. And it's important to also know where you're getting your information from. So again, we're going to talk a little bit about my disapproval of the wellness industry and where it stands and how we're going to keep you guys really interested in staying sharp, smart, hot, and successful in 2024. I think that we are still in the era of people looking at matcha as a trend. It's actually a total household name and staple inside of an American household. In Japan, we do not drink matcha every day and it is only seen as a ceremonial treat amongst the wealthy or once royalty. We truly do not drink it in uh, kilos, pounds, and tons the way that Americans do. That was created by yours truly many years ago. (laughs) Um, I am behind a lot of things that have become very trendy. So I'll call it when it's no longer a trend and it's officially household. Matcha is definitely household and we should all be paying attention to its health benefits. Try drinking it every single morning like I do. I am going to be 42 in 2024. So people do come to me for my skincare routine because I am real and I do not do fake shit. And I will tell you that I do believe that matcha and collagen have contributed to my skin looking so radiant and beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) And I do not think of myself that way, by the way. Um, Also, we're talking a lot about ashwagandha again this year. 
Um, it is, in fact, mushroom, mushroom powders, mushroom tea, a new category. So it's not necessarily a household staple yet. A lot of people don't get it. A lot of people don't care. There is a bit of scientific proof behind how ashwagandha and other mushrooms and mushroom powders may be able to help you relieve stress. So let's focus on maybe consuming more mushrooms so we don't have to pay this extra fee for bullshit powders that we don't really need. Shiitake mushrooms, maitake mushrooms, bunashimeji mushrooms. These are some of my favorites. Um, oyster mushrooms are great. Cremini mushrooms are wonderful. If you want to learn more about cooking mushrooms, I suggest checking out Dr. Andrew Weil's website and how to cook mushrooms extremely well. You don't want to not cook them well or undercook them and how they will lead to benefits like anti-stress, antifungal, and also they may even help you to stay calm and fight off stress for 2024 naturally. All right, so fast food has become a little bit more popular over the years, if you can believe it. And here's where this is true. After the pandemic, obviously, people got really lazy or scared, or there was a lot of fear-mongering out there. Fast food is still shit, you guys. It's not good for you. And I would do everything you can in 2024 to start learning how to cook. Cooking will always be your greatest resource to reclaiming your health. So remember, if you're hitting DoorDash or Postmates or Grubhub a little bit too often, you're also paying out the butt for delivery fees and service fees. And while you may not be able to catch all these fees in real time, over time they add up to hundreds, if not thousands of dollars of your hard-earned cash. So unless you're rich, I would start walking to your local delivery for for pickup instead to save this year. And I would also try to focus on only eating out once a week because you can save a lot of money, calories, cash, and on your svelte waste if you stop being such a pig with fast food. So remember, your health is actually on the decline right now. As of 2021, Americans really started declining in health. Many people gained a ton of weight and people became extremely unhealthy and scared. There are people that are still believing in these conspiracy theories. And obviously, as we've spoken, there's a lot of dumbing down of America. But you are smarter than this. When we were trapped in our homes during the pandemic, it was obvious that we would do takeout, delivery. We would sit in our homes. A lot of people ended up emotionally eating and they gained a lot of weight. And then there was a large group of us, myself included, I started doing a Tracy Anderson workout by cranking the heat, as my friend Janelle Hamilton taught me, and I would do a full weight workout in my house for one hour with the heat up every single day. Why? Because I was bored, I was scared, I was lonely, I did not have a partner at the time, and I really wanted to make sure that I kept my mental health in check during such a scary time. Now, so many of you who were in excellent health before 2021, unfortunately, your health has declined about 22% of you. The healthcare system is really expensive and it also is not created for prevention. So that means that you have to be the smarter person this year. In 2024, it's no longer gonna be about counting on the healthcare system to take care of you and paying over $500 a month for insurance if you are an independent entrepreneur. 
it's like a stab in the heart, right? I work really hard to get my SAG insurance. I rarely get it, to be honest with you, because there are so few SAG jobs out there right now. And when I do have it, I feel really extremely grateful. So number one, if you have health insurance covered by your work, be grateful. Use it. Number two, you have to take control of your own health. I'll say this time and time again. If you're eating poor, if you're drinking a lot of alcohol, and you're consuming copious amounts of sugar or dairy and or both, this is really the year to start to approach your health and to make sure that you prevent, focus on prevention, because it's very difficult once you get a disease, God forbid, it's very difficult to go back to where you once were. So keep yourself in optimum health, fruits and vegetables at every meal, lots of water, lots of sleep, alcohol in moderation. I only say for celebrations only at this point. And make sure to be more proactive about your own health in 2023. That means I agree with a lot of these studies that are showing that we want to see more people that are going to be more proactive about preventative measures and actually managing their own health at home. So make sure that you take active lifestyles very seriously because as we always say in all of my books, everything is cumulative. So a lot of people are using data these days and here's what I don't agree with. I think that technology, especially the cell phone, has been the worst thing that we've ever had contribute to our society. I don't really want to carry my phone around to use a city bike, to call a lift, or to even use the train. I live in Brooklyn for a reason. I want to be able to leave my fucking phone at home and not touch it. But we live in a very sad world where I need my phone with me at all times only because I might need a lift. I might need it for maps. I might need it for a meeting and or maybe somebody I mean, I suppose urgently needs to get a hold of me, but that I don't really count. It's so sad that we have to be strapped to our devices. You can use the health app on your iPhone to track your walking every day. That's fine. But if you're going to go out and buy an Aura Ring or an Apple Watch or a fitness tracker, I really don't think you need it. To be honest with you, I would say if you go on a rowing machine or if you're on a treadmill or if you're doing Peloton, like make sure you count your calories that way. But also know if you sign up for a group fitness class, which is what I recommend to cure loneliness, to help with mental health, if you want abs, a nice ass, sign up for a class like a Berries, a boot camp, a local fitness community class at your local community center. It doesn't have to be anything fancy or big. I'm just saying if you do a group class, more than likely you'll burn hundreds of calories per class especially if it's about 45 minutes to an hour. Lift heavier weights. I do, now I do fives, sevens, and eights. Okay, five, six, seven, eight. (laughs) And then I do the bar method at least five days a week. By lifting heavier weights, I've actually been able to say I don't have to work out every single day. So make sure You keep track of your fitness goals through taking classes with others and not with these crazy devices or being strapped to your phone all the time. So I think that we're also not into restriction when it comes to eating anymore. Here's my take on this. 
if you really want to lose weight in 2024, you should follow people like Dr. Joy, or excuse me, yes, um, Joy Bauer, the nutritionist, RD. You should look at Carrie Glassman or Ellie Krieger. There are tons of RDs, Francis Largeman Roth. These women are amazing and they've been helping people to lose weight the real way by eating better and not restricting yourself anymore. I think that we are saying goodbye to fad dieting and yo-yo dieting. If anybody is doing that and you're following them on social media, I highly recommend unfollowing them because their weight loss journey is not yours. And while of course you and a friend can choose to do weight loss together next year or you and your partner or you and your mom, whoever it is, you can do fitness goals together. But if it is a public facing person that you do not know, they yo-yo diet, they, they tout they love curves and being chunky one day and then the next they're very thin. This is dangerous behavior. It's not consistent. There are plenty of registered dietitians to follow. You can also read Dr. Andrew Weil's work. You can check out any of my cookbooks. All of them are cross-checked by registered dietitians to make sure that the meal plans I put in my books are real. It's not okay to follow people that are constantly shape-shifting and then touting to you, here's how I did it. Now give me money. Buy this plan. Do what I did. I do think this is very unsafe. The people that you should be following are highly educated in their field. They have stayed and maintained a healthy weight for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. I myself have been the same size since high school. It is a little strange, I know, but I do work out very hard and I eat tons of fruits and vegetables every day. Also, Martha Stewart even touts to this day with her green smoothie every morning. Her and I both agree that green smoothies and fresh fruits and juices are really key to getting better skin, to looking better and feeling better. And if you can keep saying this to yourself, remember it's consistency is key. Consistent people who have consistent maintained weight are who to follow. Be careful of the dangers of people that jump into the wellness industry and tout that they're fucking awesome and they're cool because they fucking thought my industry that I've been part of for 20 years was fucking trendy. Well, I'm here to break it to you. I find these people absolutely cringe. I mean, I roll over in my own grave looking into my future over how I just can't seem to get over the fact that there are so many people touting that they are a fucking wellness, fitness, or health guru. Yuck, ew, gross. If they haven't been doing it for 20 years, watch out because claiming that you are a wellness professional overnight is just as bad as being a scammer. So that, my friends, means Pick up a book by Dan Wetner on Blue Zones and learn about the longevity diets of the Japanese Okinawans, the Mediterranean diet, Costa Ricans, even people in Loma Linda, California. This is opening up your world of knowledge. You can say goodbye to yo-yo dieters and trends and fake people and scammers, and you can follow the path of those who are tried and true. The Blue Zones focuses on centenarians only, which means people that live up to 100 years old and their real deal secrets. If you guys can change the way that you believe and debunk the own myths that you have believed in your head, which are TikTokers and Instagram and weird podcasts and weird people that think that they are famous in wellness, 
Some of them are just truly people that have a cash cow and they don't want or they don't really have anything better to do than to create some sort of facade. You know, I don't have a cash cow. I don't have a rich anything in my favor. I have my own two hands, my brain and my heart like you. And I work really hard to make a buck. But I have only touted that we eat healthy and better and we move our bodies to get the endorphins, the blood pumping, the cardio benefits, and we prevent any disease possible before it comes our way. So make sure that you move towards eating well, following stable people, following a registered dietitian or a doctor and their health goals. Look at somebody like Ariana Huffington, or maybe it's even a Martha Stewart. Or maybe it's a, you know, I happen to think that JLo looks amazing and she eats a lot of fruits and veggies. You know, these are women that tout that eating healthy is the way. Even my old friend, Dr. Mehmet Oz, you can think whatever you would like about people, but you don't know them till you know them. And I do know him very well. Old friend and mentor, him, his wife, Lisa, and his daughter, Daphne. He does write very well on his site as well about healthy eating and how to lose a little bit of weight. So just follow the right people. It's not rocket science, guys. It's just going back to reality, which is part of what we need to do next year. Here's another thing is mental health is going to become one of the biggest areas to explore next year. And frankly, it's always been around. When I used to write at Men's Health about 10 years ago, we used to say, how is it possible that every cover line that we're focusing on is physical, physical, physical? But abs, sex, you know, it was just crazy. Legs, whatever men care about. You guys care about legs. We care about butt, abs, having a nice rack. <laughs> but I, I really want you guys to focus on the mental health. It was weird because we said at Men's Health, like, how is it possible that nobody's focusing on mental wellness? How could you be real if you are not well? Just ask yourself that. All right, so other trends from publications that I actually helped with the inception of their websites to grow. So these are old websites I used to write for that I'm just cross-checking their work because a lot of the writers that they have are cheap, easy, and young. I'm just calling it like it is. A lot of them are also desperate to come out with their own name and they want to do it fast. But the thing is, is that wisdom and time are the two things I'll always have on my side. And frankly, knowing how to prevent wrinkles because you always look fab on camera. <laughs> so here's what the young, fast, and cheap and easy kind of writers are writing about. Um, I wish they had more doctors, nutritionists, certified, like bona fide, multiple time best-selling authors and chefs writing these stories. But unfortunately, this is not how the world is anymore. So they are talking about um, how AI is going to play a role in fitness. And I think this is dangerous. I don't necessarily believe that AI belongs in the fitness, health, or mental health industries. And frankly, guys, I would stay away from it once again. Because AI is still in its inception stages. It's not time-tested. It's not accurate. It can't write a book about emotions. It can't tell you what a menstrual cramp feels like. And it's never going to be able to tell you what grief feels like when you're stricken. So just take that into account. I also think 
that we're going to be seeing a lot of trends on hair and the hair health. I, I do actually agree with this. I think hair health is going to be huge next year and we'll talk more about it for sure. Okay, so a lot of people talk about simplifying wellness with eating much more simple over the years, which is probably true. A lot of people are into saunas for next year. Very true. They still will be. I'm personally a steam room junkie. I love opening up my pores. I recommend doing a steam room or a sauna at least at the minimum once a month. Um, And then a lot of people talk about how we've said this on the pod too. When you work out with strength training and weights, your skin becomes tighter and it gives you this visual effect of younger, more youthful, tight skin. So it really actually works to your benefit to lift more weights or do more cardio for beauty. But keep in mind, I personally believe you should always focus on mental wellness as your goal. Now, we talk about um, how a lot of people are doing medical testing at home. While that's interesting, and it maybe would help with like, some sort of food allergy, I still really believe that you should see your practitioner in person. Nobody can replace seeing a doctor in person and doing lab tests with a doctor and a professional lab. So I do not recommend doing at home everything. Also, if you have severe anxiety or depression, it's really important that you see a doctor and a therapist and talk to them about it. Talk to them about it because you are certainly not alone, especially if you are part of the loneliness epidemic right now. One of the things that I think will come to fruition is that we will finally realize that social media has caused mental problems, health problems, and also loneliness, anxiety. It's pretty lethal, much like cigarettes were 20 years ago, or maybe it was more like 40 years ago because I'm old now. (laughs) We desperately need to focus and treat social media like it was cigarettes back in the day and really take a deep look at your usage and if it's affecting your mental health. Delete the app from your phone over a period of time like the holiday and New Year's because you deserve time away. One of the last sites that I'm going to check out says um, something about creatine and I I do not think that's going to be popular next year. I think that's probably part of the fitness industry's goal because in January for New Year, New You, a lot of trends pop up and you'll see a lot of people touting health and wellness and telling you to take XYZ products, but I still believe that eating natural and creating smoothies with natural protein like hemp uh, seed or hemp powder, or you could get protein from nuts like, you know, adding in a handful of almonds or a scoop of almond butter, you certainly don't need to double down. And if you're taking collagen in the morning with your matcha like I do, you're already getting protein right first thing in the morning. It is important to take protein and eat protein right after you work out, though. That I still do to this day. There are also people talking about um, how, you know, we're going to go back into this um, psychedelics for next year. Yes, they will become more popular over time. Um, 
And I think people like Dr. Andrew Weil, he might be coming out with a book on psychedelics for next year, but I do highly recommend reading about them before you are microdosing or doing any sort of drugs. Cannabis is not a trend. It's part of mainstream culture. It's legal in multiple states. Thank God where I am in New York. (laughs) And, And the only thing I really still do every now and then is I take a weed gummy when I really need it. And I don't see a problem in doing so. I think we've villainized marijuana usage um, over the last 40 years. And we've put a lot of people into jail and they are incarcerated for marijuana for life at some point. And that is something that we should take a deep look at for next year because no person should be locked up for that type of behavior when we have legalized marijuana now, if you think about that. Things do change over time. And you know, there are a lot of talk, there's a lot of talk about um, marine collagen and CMOS. I personally don't think you need it. If you do not want collagen because you are vegan, then yes, go for a different type of non, like some marine collagen is actually made of tilapia, which is a man-made fish, which is true. Look it up. So be careful with what you're buying as marine vegan collagen, quote unquote, because Collagen can't actually ever be vegan. It needs to be made up of cowhide and or things like tilapia bones. So look up what you are drinking when you are taking collagen. But I still believe collagen is hot and it will probably be around mainstream. If you also like broth, like say my friend Marco Canora owns Brodo and has been around for a while, um, making your own chicken stock or you know, whatever type of stock you like at home is great. It's not a trend. It's been around for thousands of years. Um, And you can also drink it for great benefits with skin. It contains plenty of collagen. CMOS is interesting, and I don't know much about it at all. But it would would be really interesting to see what happens with CMOS. Um, People really do tout about it like it's this huge thing. So let's not knock it until we try it. But again, that probably is more of a trend. (laughs) All right. So one of the last questions I want to ask us as a team here and a group that focuses on health and wellness and how we can debunk it and really call people out on their shit is brands, advertising, publicists, anybody who's on a news program or a magazine Um, I really recommend that each of you take a vast responsibility of who you are hiring and what you are putting out into the world for 2024. If you want to be a household name and if you want to have a reputation of gold, I suggest you hire very well-respected individuals moving from 2024 on. We have seen the floodgates, we have seen the weirdos, and I'm a weirdo too My own, in my own world. I mean, you guys know I'm obsessed with cats. Shohei is right here with me. <laughs> He's quiet and does not meow like Cece did. He likes to bite me. Don't bite me. Don't bite me. Don't bite me. He's trying to nibble, 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 nibble. <laughs> He's a Bronx street cat. <laughs> the best wellness gift in the world, pets. Okay, I digress. So (laughs) sorry, I got really excited because he's so cute. 
For 2024, I recommend to brands and industry professionals and anybody that does hiring to really focus on the well-being of the customer. Really, it's not about the dollar. It's not about sales. Please know the difference between a scammer and somebody who has been touting wellness without asking for payments or handouts for years. My business model has almost always been work with the best brands in the world, work with the best news outlets in the world, and work with the best publishers in the world, and share useful information that helps to inspire a whole new generation. Because when you eat well, you look good, you feel good, and the entire world just starts to improve. We are living in dark times right now. I have watched some news segments on 60 Minutes recently, whether it was on the Ukraine war or maybe it was on children that are being abducted from the Ukraine. I have cried my eyes out over the Maui fires. We have seen so much. The war between these two parties that's going on right now as well is terribly, terribly sad. So the best thing we can do is opt for realness, authenticity, true, tried and true storytellers. I mean, I still look at Martha Stewart in eyes of awe because the woman is unstoppable. So let's be much more proactive when it comes to making better choices about the types of information that we're putting out there. Let's say to ourselves: is it useful? Is it kind? Is it true? Is it going to be something that our consumers can use in their favor for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years? Let's think about that because we've seen quick and fast. We've seen fucking weird and no job and trying to tout anything to get attention. I mean, I've seen so much vulgarity from a lot of young people that I'm warning you guys, you do not want nasty pictures of you with your ass hanging out or worse, other things I've seen recently, you know, your body parts, you don't want this out there when you become a professional. I mean, I have to work with the consulate of Japan. Do you think I want him to see inappropriate photos of me? Or do you think I want him to see the seven books I've written, the accolades from the professionals in my space, the awards I've been given over the years? We need to make better decisions. If you're still in your 20s and 30s, you have much to learn and time to grow. And I'm in my 40s. I have much to learn and time to grow. But this leads me back to the first thing that we talked about. I call bullshit on so many people. And it's not that I'm sitting over in Brooklyn just cringing away. I'm actually working on new pitches for today's show, GMA, News Nation. I'm actually writing new stories with new news outlets. I'm trying to continue the legacy of Kintsugi by adding a few more episodes onto the Kintsugi show and coming out with a brand refresh for my website and my podcast. There are things you can do every day within your own power to make your own world a better place. So when you share really good quality work out there, you in turn do contribute to that ripple butterfly effect. It is real. Smile at people like Dale Garnicky. Dale Carnegie says, be kind, appeal to their motives, like Dale Carnegie says, be a really good person, don't ever choose to get into arguments with others, choose wisely with your arguments, as Dale Carnegie says, 
And always use a person's first name when you can. It makes them feel really good. At the end of the day, everybody just wants to be seen and heard. They want to be appreciated and loved. So if you are contributing to those things, are you helping others to be seen and heard? Are you helping others to feel the love and the kindness in your heart? Are you a good person on the inside? Are you not asking others to give you money for something shitty? Boy, do I have stories for you guys. (laughs) It's getting harder and harder to be a good person every day. But I know we can all do it because in turn, being well means being kind and loving and helping others along the way. So I thank you guys for listening to a couple of wellness bullshit myths and some new ones that have been here to stay. And I'll continue my best writing and publishing for you. Remember, this ad-free and public service podcast is free for you every week because I choose to do it on my own. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I have not seen you write your review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. I'm missing thousands of your reviews. So please write one. It would be a gift, my hands on my heart, to me for the year. You can also pick up one of my signed books if you go to thematchashop.com. I can sign Clean Green Eats or Kintsugi Wellness for you this year. Please pick up a copy of one of my books for a girlfriend for the holiday and sign up for my newsletter at candicekumai.com. With thoughts of love and light and energy in this world, there will always be a difference between culture and trends. Culture is here to stay, and it is something that we should always preserve much like the Native Americans and their spiritual culture, the foods they ate, the belief system, the land, the love, and the legacy that they have. We should continue to preserve things like that rather than destroy. Something to think deeply about over the holiday is how so many people were wronged by having their culture taken away from them over the last couple hundred years. Is pretty evil the deeper you think about it, but also prolific in thought when you do a deep dive. I believe the documentary is called Lakota Nation versus USA. Lakota Nation versus USA, and you should watch the docu over break if you don't know about the history of our own Native people in this country. Thank you guys for listening overseas as well. Thank you for being my top one, two, three, four, and five place listeners. I really appreciate your time and love every week. Pass this pod to somebody who needs to hear it. And remember the hot tips. You're a good person and you've got it going on. Until the next time, I see all of you have a beautiful holiday and I'll keep pushing out the best content I possibly can every week. And as my mom says, Oh, Candice, we're going to have ramen this year. Your sister going to come visit. So we are really going to enjoy the holiday. And I, I gave my mom a Bronx um, bodega cat as well a few years ago. And she says, oh, yeah, I enjoy cutie. She's like a shapeshifter. One day she's like a shape rectangle. Next day she's kind of a pear. She's a shapeshifter. So if you've got a chunky shapeshifting animal love on them this holiday. Those are the pleasures and joys and the the little nuances in life that make it really great. 
Everything else is just bullshit. All right. Have a great week, you guys. Take good care. Ciao for now.